Devs log 2-017, growing from feedback. So first, quick follow-up. Yes, you can make private repos on GitHub for free. It, it's hardly news. It was announced, it was introduced in January 2019, January this year. Well, I didn't know about it until I got corrected by an in-house recruiter for a company I applied to. So now I know. So now, so now I have one private repository with a tech test I did for them. It's a bit annoying because I'm guessing they still don't want me to talk about it. But on the other hand, they rejected me. So do I still have an obligation to keep everything under wraps? What do you say? I feel like it's still a right thing to, to do, to, to keep my mouth shut. So unless I'm convinced otherwise, that's what I'm going to do. But what makes it more difficult is that I really think I did a decent job on that tech test. For sure decent enough to get a face-to-face, -face, but not according to them. And check it out. This is the feedback I got. Let's see if it makes any sense to you without knowing the, the actual task. It goes as follows. We'll go point by point. Good use of object orientation. Good OOP. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. This compliment really means a lot to me. I like OOP. I want to be good at OOP. So if, if some pros say that I have a good command of it, or at least use, then it's really an amazing thing to hear. Next point. Did I mention that uh, tech test written in C Sharp? Now you know. Interesting use of link. Although this makes the solution quite difficult to read and understand in places. What can I say? Experience I had in my last company where I learned C-sharp was heavy on link. And by link, I mean link with Lambda expression. I can I hear that link is a double-edged sword. On the one hand, it can allow for a code to be concise. But on the other hand, for people who are not exactly link lovers, it can be a burden to read. I get it. I guess it's a trade-off like with many things in coding. Now I have a question to you. Would using link without Lambda in a query fashion be a good middle ground? And let me ask you, people who marked me down for link, would they also be not in favor of ternary operators? Because I love ternary operators. And I feel ternary operators is kind of similar situation as far as readability, conciseness, balance. Now, would comments make this solution a passable one? I rather opted for clear naming of methods and properties instead of comments, focusing on creating names that exactly describe what things mean on war, what things do. Next point, use of strings for colors. That, bear with me, that, that, that's the, probably the one hardest to understand without knowing the background. Not an easy interface for consumers to work with. And in brackets, consider enums. I can understand it. I thought using string was a good placeholder of sorts that can be, if needed, substituted for a real solution. But I guess they wanted that real solution right away. 
So let's put enums on, on the to-do column. Moving right along, next. The data structure used overly complicates the solution. A multi-dimensional array would have been far easier. It's, it's hard for me to argue with this because they obviously, as a big corporation, have experience with jibongous data sets that I haven't even seen in my life. You know, funny thing is, when I originally learned C-sharp, it was the first time I came across three-dimensional arrays. And, I, and then I asked my senior to better understand, can you give me a practical implementation, an example of a practical implementation of a three-dimensional array. And he said, maybe mapping pixels in RGB colors. But then he told me not to worry about it because he has never came across them, the three-dimensional arrays in practice. Now, I guess I did come across them in practice, so I better try them out. It's a cool thing. If it is used, then yeah, then I, I gotta try it. The last point on the feedback is no unit tests. I already confess on this podcast that unit tests are not my strongest point, and this is something that I really wanna work on. I'm trying to remedy it, and I actually signed up for a new meetup group that claims to be very test-focused. They are called Software Crafters North, and I'll be going to their next meetup on January 8th. I will report back. I got invited to this group by Emma Booth of Cojurance, and she also sent me a link to their podcast as a resource. I listened to the episode called Serverless. And I'm honestly telling you, it was so, so cool. So cool. Although this episode brought little in uh, to me in a value of, as far as uh, TDD is concerned, but it was very inspiring. Actually, it was so inspiring that right after I finished listening to, to, the, to this episode, I sent the following message to the main guest of that episode. Hi, I heard you on Kojurian's podcast. It was way, way above my pay grade. Yet it was very inspiring to have a peek at the vast sea of technology and how much there is to aspire to. And then I obviously asked to connect just because I'd like to be connected to someone who knows so much. I'm going to put a link to that episode in the show notes. If you are a geek, it's really worth listening to. Coming back to the feedback, I have now two things I know I want to explore, but still, I'm not sure why this was not good enough to get me an interview. I guess they just want others to invest in polishing the future diamonds of tech industry. Fine, their loss. Journey continues. Signing off. <laughs>